Hey y'all, we're Brandon and Megan Giggling, and we give real talk and real solutions to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. Whether you are on step one or years into your own personal growth journey, we've got the tools you need to level up. So if you want to stop making excuses, start taking action, and grow into the person you are meant to be, then pop in your headphones and let's do this. You ready? This is the Fools in Love Podcast. Hey y'all, welcome back. Brandon here, and we are in 2022. Holy cow. First episode of the year. Yep, first episode of the year. Man, we're going on three years of doing this podcast, which is absolutely insane. And man, thank you guys for being along on this journey with us. We want to jump right off the bat to talk about the boot camp that we have running here starting January 11th through the 13th. It's a Crush Your Goals boot camp. It's going to help you set yourself up for success. And we're going to come alongside you and provide a lot of accountability to help you really crush your goals in 2022. Maybe things didn't work out in 2021 the way you hoped, or maybe you're just hoping to do more and achieve things a little faster. And we're want to jump in there with you and enjoy this boot camp together. So please, if you are interested, go ahead to growthjumpstart.com and you can read even more about it there and we'd love to have you. Yeah. So speaking of goals and speaking of the new year, let's talk about today about setting some intentions and what we need to do to set intentions for the new year. I think for the most part, a lot of us, we come into the new year. I know for us, we've been guilty of this in the past. On New Year's Eve, for whatever reason, it comes up where you want to talk about intentions or you want to talk about resolutions and you're all excited, right? You're all amped up. You have a lot of adrenaline. You have a lot of grand, grandiose plans as far as what you're going to do. And then somehow you get into the new year, you wake up and then real life happens, things come into play. And for most of us, if we follow the trends, follow statistics by the first or second week into this new year, we're already kind of waffling as far as our goals and, and what we want to do. And so we want to talk a little bit about things and strategies we can have this year that we try to implement and that we think will help y'all to really not falter, not fall off, not be in a place where you're not accomplishing your goals yet again for another year, falling into the victimhood cycle, falling into the sadness cycle. So we want to talk through that today and hopefully give you some tips. But I'm just going to say right off the bat, We've been in a place where we wanted to set intentions. Like we are, we're still going to talk about that in this episode. But can we just be real, Meg, about where we've been at in the last few weeks Mm. and how our life's been? Because I feel like this will be helpful because y'all, we've been living through it. And I know a lot of you have the same experience and and it's tough. Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been an adventure lately between me and the kids being sick, between, Loved ones being in and out of the hospital for various reasons, for various lengths of time. We have just, I mean, it's been every bone in my body to even get anything accomplished for this podcast, get anything accomplished for this boot camp. Like, it's just, it's been the real struggle, like for real, where I'm like, I don't know how we're going to get it all done. We are actually recording this episode one day before it's coming out. I mean, it's just been real and it's been raw and it's been super, super tough lately. 
Right. And I think it's important to note because I know a lot of times people listen to us and think we have it all together. Like we have it all figured out somehow and we just wake up motivated and we just have all of our goals in line and we've set intentions and we're sticking to those intentions. But the thing is, like Meg said, this is raw and real right now because we've come into this year waffling already. Like I haven't really planted my feet firmly on the ground as we sit here. It's the, you know, four days into the month and I have not planted my feet firmly on the ground. We're trying to keep things moving. We're trying to, you know, show up every day. But I just, I I don't want you to listen to this episode and think, well, you know, yeah, but everything's in line for them. And so they can do these things. I want you to know that we suffer with the same struggles that you do, or at least similar situations, similar setbacks, similar life experiences, similar COVID type things that are happening. I mean, all the stuff that's coming into play And so before we do this, we want you to come into it with kind of an open mind and open heart and open ears as far as listening and trying to implement some of these things. And while we're doing that, don't let that little voice in your head that likes to nitpick and talk and constantly be running their mouth in your brain, don't let them talk you out of trying a lot of these things because of the inevitable way that it's all going to turn out and the way it's turned out in the past or the way it's you know turned out for you so far this year. I don't know. But don't let that little voice mess with you because it's not going to set you up for success. So the first thing that we want to talk about today and the most important thing to do when you're trying to set intentions for the year is just creating the time and space to actually reflect on what do you really want. Not just what you wanted on New Year's Eve, not just what you think you wanted based on what other people are doing, the comparison game or whatever, but actually providing yourself the time and space to just think, what do you really want from 2022 and beyond? And it's not too late just because we're already in January. Like, I mean, is it a good idea to think about it in December? Sure, it's good. But just because you didn't do that doesn't mean it's too late for you. You have almost 12 months ahead of you. Like we can still, there's still time for us to all figure this out together, for us to get our things in line, for us to really take time. Like you don't have to think about it in the next 10 minutes. You can take as much time as you need to really figure out what it truly is that you want to set out to do, to accomplish, to feel, to be in 2022. You don't have to know right now today for it to be a reality for this year. And maybe you don't have big dreams and aspirations. Maybe your goal is to dial it back a little bit for this year. And that's fine too. But really take time to think about what that thing is or what those things are that matter to you for this upcoming year. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I've been guilty of that a lot. Like I'll grab on to a lot of things. Well, first of all, I've always in the past put a lot of pressure on the new year. Like it's a new year, we're turning the calendar and I need to have it all figured out right now. But to me, it's a fluid situation. It's a lot of, it's a work in progress. But really, if you don't set the time and set yourself up for figuring out what you want, how are you ever really going to know what you need? And, and, and how are you really going to know how to progress, whether you've actually progressed at all, if you don't set any parameters around it? And I'm really guilty of that as far as big picture thinking, and I want to accomplish all of these things. But then when I put it under the microscope, microscope and give myself time to reflect, a lot of times I realize that might not actually be what I want. And I'm actually just looking at other people, other people that I look up to and what they're doing. I'm looking at you know people around me, friends, family, what they're doing. And I'm like, well, that's what I want to do. I want to do this or that. But then when I sit down and reflect, I'm like, do I really want to do that? And is that really 
the direction that I want to go? Or am I just being molded by this world and what they're telling me I should want? Like Meg said, maybe this year you've been working too hard and you need to step back. Maybe that's an intention you set to give yourself time for self-care and to relax. The thing is, we're all so busy. We won't, if we don't give ourselves the time and space to think and reflect, and also while we're thinking and reflecting, we need to think about the past like in, in a good way. You want to think about what worked and what didn't work. What if 2021 didn't turn out the way you wanted it to? Don't think about all the outside parameters and the things you can't control. Of the things you can control, what worked? What didn't work? What are the things you can grab onto and pump yourself with to give yourself some more momentum into 2022? And what are the things that you don't want to keep doing? Who are the people around you you don't want to have anymore or at least don't want to be listening to anymore? What are you going to do and what time and space are you going to give yourself to reflect on that? Because the problem is we don't ever give ourselves enough time. And I think that part of the thing that you have to really take a minute for is to determine how are you going to find that space that you're going to be able to set intentions in. Like if you're running 65 miles an hour at every single second of your day, you're not going to end up with any time. So really think about what you want that to look like. Like, should you be journaling for a few minutes every day just to kind of get your mind in a reflective state? Should you be taking a walk or a run to kind of get rid of the distractions around you? Should you put down your phone for a designated hour or two a day to kind of relieve yourself from those pressures? You have to figure out the ways that you're going to do that because we're always just bombarded with people and things and everything needing our attention so much that it can be really hard to even hear our inner voice and what it's truly asking of us. So just really concentrating and finding that space and that time. And it's hard, but we have to be able to make the time and find the ways. And even that can be a struggle, at least for me. I know that, you know, it sounds great to be like, yeah, make some time, but like when, how? And I think that finding that silence, finding that respite is really key there. Yeah. And and man, as you were talking, I'm just thinking about how much pressure I put on when I give myself the time. I put so much pressure on, well, I went for this hike. I had this thing. I had this, you know, time and set aside But did I really, you know, I didn't really lay out every single thing in the whole year that I wanted to do. So was it productive? Was it helpful? I've learned for myself, and I'm going to tell y'all, yes, because you're giving yourself any chance to think about what you actually want and what you actually need. But the word of caution is don't put too much pressure on it and don't think, well, I'm going to sit down once and figure out my whole everything. (laughs) This is a progression. You're going to have to keep working through it and provide yourself more than just one ounce of time. Like Meg said, if you give yourself one chance to do it and then your kids are crazy, something's happening, something else goes wrong and you don't actually accomplish it, you get distracted, whatever it is. Okay, cool. Then just allow yourself another time. It doesn't have to be one day, one defining moment, one thing. It's actually a progression over time. And along with finding the space and the time to kind of create those intentions for the year or for any time of your life, really, it doesn't have to be this year, is just defining or even redefining your why. I think so many times we're just in this space, we're like, okay, here's my new goal, here's what I'm going to do. And we don't really stop and think about all the reasons behind that. What makes this so important? And 
what makes this meaningful to me specifically. Because if you don't have that, if you don't understand the why behind it, it's going to be so easy, even with the best of intentions, to fall off that wagon the second any little tiny hiccup comes by. Yep. And again, I've done this many times. You don't just sit down once and find your why. Sometimes it takes like, well, what used to be your why? Like I said, we've been doing this podcast three years. What used to be my why has changed a little bit. And it should. As you grow as a person, the reason for you doing things might change. But you have to be open to that. You got to be willing to do that. And really, it's finding what brings you joy. What lights you up? What would you do if fear was no longer an option for you? I think that's a big one because a lot of times we think, what will other people think? What will other people say? What will I do? What will I say? What if, what if I leave my job? What if I do this? What if I do that? How will it all turn out? And fear kind of overtakes you. But what if fear wasn't an option? What would you do? If you woke up tomorrow and money wasn't an option, what would you do? And this might not be like, no, I'm not saying go tomorrow and quit your job, but it's going to open your eyes to what really lights you up and what you really are put on this earth to do. And again, it's that question, like, what would you do for free? And this is a gut check. It was for me. Is your why strong enough? Because if you've been working towards something and you've been trying to make something happen and it's not being accomplished and you're not staying motivated and you're not pushing yourself forward, even on the days where you don't want to, then is the why that you've defined for yourself actually strong enough? And if it was, and if that's true, you're saying, yes, it's true then why aren't you accomplishing the things you want to accomplish? And why are you giving up? And why are you faltering? And why aren't things turning out the way they're supposed to be if it is strong enough? Because for me, I figured out it really wasn't. And I think along with that defining or redefining your why is just coming up with some sort of saying or mantra for yourself to kind of help you along when the going gets tough because there will come times when it feels really hard to do. But if you have a strong why, if you understand the reason that you're doing the things that you're doing, and then you put that along with a statement that means something to you that can help you through the moments that feel dark and feel hard, then I think that that's even another way to just push through. Not that you always have to push through, but when you knew, when you know you need to push through, that can be a really good reminder to yourself to just kind of keep going. Yeah, I'm happy you said that too, because there will be obstacles. Like we said, we started this year that way. Y'all know this. In your life, there's going to be things that come up. There's going to be obstacles. So plan for those distractions. Plan for those obstacles. You might not know what they are right now, but you know they're going to come up. And having a mantra is awesome because it like makes you think about or pushes you forward. It gives you a little bit of energy that sometimes when you wake up and you need that little boost, it gives it to you. If you don't have one, use ours. It's do it anyway. I literally have it tattooed on my wrist. And you know how many times that thing curses at me to do it anyway when I don't want to? All the time. But it is that boost I need. If I'm on a, a run, like a long run, and it's hard, I look down at it. If I like don't want to do something for what we're trying to do, in any aspect of my life, I look down and see it. And that is just enough to be like, yep, you're right. I do have to do it. It is that reminder. I'm not saying you got to tattoo it on your arm, but maybe a post-it note on your mirror, maybe a post-it note on your computer, maybe reminding yourself in some way of it will help you. And like Meg said, it'll Mm -hmm. push you through it. Absolutely. And then so, so far we've been talking so much about like inward things, but another important aspect of this whole thing is just to turn external for a minute to find a support system, to find the people around you that can really help you with not just your intention setting and opening your eyes to some things that you know might be 
your goals and your aspirations, but also just your cheerleaders along the way while you try it. So I think we've been talking a lot about, you know, what we need to do internally, but sometimes, man, you just need a little bit of support on the outside. You need somebody to say, you're doing a great job. You can do this. Here's what I notice about you. Have you ever thought about this? And maybe those things are true. Maybe those things are not true, but at least it gets your mind open. And then when you do decide those things that you are going to pursue, somebody's right there along with you, helping you through the tough moments, helping you through the challenges, because we all need someone that will be right there for us when those times come. Right. And it's uh, there's a few important factors that I mean, obviously, they're providing accountability and encouragement, like you said. But also, how easy is it to give up on something when you haven't told anyone about it Mm -hmm. when it's just you? Because you can, I'm sorry, y'all, I'll be real. You can lie to yourself really easily. You can say, well, you know, you can, you can rationalize not doing something. It's a lot harder when you tell someone else. Right. Perfect because when, exam- when they go in to check on you, what are you going to say? And, 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 and it, there is a certain human factor to that, that you don't want to tell someone else, but you're perfectly okay telling yourself the same things. Yeah. Perfect, small, silly example of this is for like several weeks, before I gave up soda or pop, depending on where you're from, I knew that I wanted to give up pop. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give up pop every day, whatever would happen. And I just drink one. So I decided one night, I was like, you know what? When I get done putting my son to bed, I'm going to march into the bedroom. I'm going to tell Brandon that tomorrow's the day I'm giving up pop soda because if I tell him out loud, then I will do it. So after weeks and weeks of not doing it, not doing it, not doing it, I finally said, Brandon, I'm giving up pop. I'm starting tomorrow. And he said, okay. And guess what? I did. I mean, it's so silly, but it's even something as simple as that. Like I was unable to accomplish until I spoke the words out loud. And just that little tiny act of telling somebody something I wanted to do made it possible for me to do it. Yeah, there's truly power in numbers. By the way, I also gave it up because I wanted to come alongside you and it was something that encouraged me to be accountable to it. And it just makes it easier because things are easier in numbers. Mm -hmm. I can hear a lot of people probably saying like they don't have anyone out there or they don't have that support system. Well, when are you going to (laughs) start? Sorry, it's a new year. I'm going to be real with you all even more. Like, when are you going to start? When are you going to stop using that as an excuse for why you don't have it? You have to go out and make what you want for your life. So if you want people to be accountable to you, then you need to go out there and do it. And don't let yet another year go by, another month go by without at least trying to do it. Amen, brother. Yeah, and I think that along with that, it's important to note that like you don't have to tackle every single thing at once. You can start with one goal. And actually, it's probably smarter to start with one intention or one goal, one thing that you want to concentrate on, because then your focus can be all there rather than spreading it out so thin that you don't even know what you're doing anymore. Just keeping it small and simple, as in one thing, will really truly help you make bigger strides. Right. And it'll, it'll keep you from getting one discouraged, two distracted from what you're trying to do and actually make strides on the main important thing. Now, when Meg says this, she's, first of all, you're 100% right. Second of all, it doesn't mean that you don't have other responsibilities. It doesn't mean that you don't have other things to do. But what it does mean is there's a defining thing that you are aiming at singularly. So you're not pulled away in a million different directions. Mm -hmm. We've done this a lot in our lives. And it wasn't until we pinpointed the one thing we wanted to do. Case in point, we've been working really hard on this boot camp right now to get it out. 
We haven't worried about other things. You haven't worried about writing your book right now. We haven't worried about you know doing things on YouTube or other things we want to do for this podcast or our business. We haven't worried about that right now. We're focusing on this. Then once this is accomplished, we'll do those things. And to your point, you can have a singular goal now with long-term goals in the future for other things you want to do. You can write them down somewhere and have them so that when you accomplish this goal, and if you keep it up, you will, then you can go start and try those things, but don't get over inundated with all the other things because the more you have on your plate, the more likely you are to give up. Right. And along with there being too much on your plate, I just want to quickly mention mental health. Like you have to be able to get your mental health in a good place for you to actually be able to have this good year ahead of you to be able to knock these things that you want to accomplish right out of the park. And I think so often we just glaze over our mental health like yeah 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 I'm okay I'm fine I mean I do it all the time yep I'm I'm good I'm fine but if we really take some time and are honest with ourselves and are those close to us I think we'd find that if we spent a little bit more time making sure that we're okay we'd actually do a lot better on the whole goal reaching part of our lives because once you're okay internally then I think you can start making real progress externally Man, I hope you all heard that. I mean, if you didn't go back and you know, rewind it a little bit and listen to that, that is so important. It's so difficult too, because I'm the type of person who I prioritize everyone else just by fault. I don't want to do those things for myself because even though I know self-care is not selfish, I feel the urge that it is selfish. I'm a like fixer by nature. And until I started to rest, give myself time to get outside more, uh, tell people when I'm struggling, something I've been trying to do more lately because I realized, again, going back to the previous thing of, of finding the support system, I realized I wasn't really open and honest and vulnerable as much as I don't want to admit that on this podcast because I talk about it a lot. It's a struggle for me and I wasn't open and honest and vulnerable with people. So what did I do? I didn't just keep saying, well, I guess I don't really have anyone to talk to or I'm afraid to talk to anyone. I just started talking to people. And guess what? I found support. I found people that were feeling the same way. And even if they couldn't help me feel better, just letting it out into the open made it feel so much better for me. So like being willing to talk and and maybe maybe it's true. Maybe you don't have anyone you can talk to and maybe you've burned all the bridges, not even burned all the bridges, I mean it sound that way, but maybe you've used up your Rolodex of all the people you can call and you really haven't found that support. It's a time to Talk to the doctor, talk to a therapist maybe about what's going on and how you could get better. I mean, find things. There, There's ways, basically. There's ways to get help. There's ways to be able to talk to someone if you have no one else to talk to. There's simpler ways too, by the way. You can just have a gratitude journal, have things you're thankful for, write them down, speak them out. You can read books that strengthen you, listen to podcasts that strengthen you. Just do things that make you feel happy just because they make you feel happy. I've had to do this. Like they don't need to be productive all the time. They can just make you feel happy and they can just make you feel good. And that can just be enough. I've had a lot of struggle with whether it can be enough or I am enough because I'm taking a break or because I'm taking, you know, time for myself and thinking, poo-pooing it and saying it's not important. Well, it is important. And sometimes that's all it needs to be. There doesn't always have to be a battle. Sometimes you can just do things because it makes you happy because it brings you joy. You can remove things from your life that aren't useful. I'm just coming off of a week of taking social media off because it wasn't serving me. And 
you know, frankly, it, there's things you can do that are easy, that aren't convenient, that we don't want to do, but they are helpful and useful and they can push you forward because we have to realize, again, looking back on the last year, what were the things that didn't work? And if those things didn't work, then maybe you should stop using them as reasons for not accomplishing the things you want to accomplish. Oh, I love everything you just said. Woo. I feel that in my bones. And guys, really, it's so important that you hear me when I say this. You need to aim to stretch yourself, but don't aim so far that you're going to struggle constantly forever. Oh my gosh. Can you just can you just say that again? <laughs> you need to aim to stretch yourself, but don't aim so far that it's going to be a never-ending struggle with no relief, with no endpoint, with nothing. There is a balance. There is a limit. We have to find the place where we're growing and learning and stretching, but not overwhelming to a point of despair. Right. And that's the thing too. It it sounds bad when you're like, there's limits, but there's limits to where you're at right now. That doesn't mean you can't exceed to the place you want to get to. But what it does mean is being realistic now, stretching yourself a little bit, like get out of your comfort zone for sure. But you don't have to blast out of your comfort zone like a rocket. You can do things now that will grow you over time, and then you'll eventually get to that place. But it doesn't need to happen overnight, and it doesn't need to happen right now. Because all it's going to do is overwhelm and oversaturate your life to a place where you're so overwhelmed that you can't focus and get to the place you want to be. Yeah, don't paralyze yourself with such unreasonable expectations of yourself. Right. And that's a terrible personal growth thing to say, by the way. People don't want you to limit yourself. But hear me. I'm not saying <laughs> limit yourself. I'm saying limit what you can do in the moment. Be real and realistic in where you're at now and where you want to be and set tiny benchmarks for yourself. It doesn't mean you can't have huge long-term goals, but be realistic on the time frame of those goals. You will get there. I'm not saying you can't. I'm not saying limit yourself and don't allow yourself to do anything. But what I am saying is Be realistic about what you're going to accomplish. Don't just sit comfortably in your comfort zone with where you've been at. Stretch yourself, please, but don't kill yourself in the process. All right, y'all, it's 2022. Take all these things we just talked about. Use what works for you. Use these things like your why, your one singular goal, and make them your North Star and guiding you through this year and through your vision for the future. When things come up, choices, obstacles, ask, does this align with the person I'm trying to be or the goal that I'm trying to achieve? This one's tough, but if not, you need to make some hard decisions and maybe have some hard conversations with where you're at and where you're really trying to be. But it's going to take honesty. It's going to take vulnerability. And it's going to take you being open with where you're at. And before we go today, I'm just going to throw it out there one last time. If you know that you need help crushing your goals for 2022, then please join us on January 11th to Crush Your Goals Bootcamp. And that will be pretty epic. It's three days of training, three days of resources, three days of guidance. And we want to be right there with you as you work towards finding your goals, finding your why. Let's get this going. Let's plan for the hard things. Let's do it all together. It's growthjumpstart.com. 
And the best part is it literally gives you the framework to carry on to all your other goals throughout the year. We said set one singular goal. We'll start with one, but you can use the same thing over and over and over again. I mean, it's literally like a never-ending gift for accomplishing the things you want to accomplish. So join us inside and we love y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you want to be our BFFs, leave us a review. It helps more people find the show and allows us to share our message with the world. We love y'all.